Welcome to the Avail Podcast, where we dig deep and talk about the art of leadership. My name is Virgil Sierra, and today we're continuing our conversation with John Bevere. John is a minister known for his bold, uncompromising approach to God's Word. He is also an international best-selling author who has written more than 20 books that have collectively sold millions of copies and been translated into 122 languages. Along with his wife, Lisa, John is the co-founder of Messenger International, a ministry committed to revolutionizing global discipleship. Today, we'll be listening in to part two of this conversation, where John will continue talking about his new book entitled The Awe of God and why it's important for us as leaders to help people develop a healthy and holy fear of God. This is going to encourage you, so lean in leaders and let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Avail Podcast. Come on, I got my intro music. We got John Bevere in the house. Part two of a great conversation about his new book, The Awe of God. We're talking here amongst leaders, people who love God, people who want to grow, people who have a holy and healthy fear of God. That's what this book is all about. John, thanks for being on for part two of this conversation. How you feeling? Oh, it's so good. It's so good to be on. I, I'm so honored to. I have so much respect for Avail, so much respect for your founders, Pat, uh, Sam Chan. Been a friend of mine for years and a friend to leaders in the body of Christ. And you, my friend, have got a double whammy church speaking to the Hispanics and speaking to the English speaking people. I'm telling you, if I lived in your area, I'd want you to be my pastor. I just think the world of you, Brother Virgil. I appreciate that, John. You are a blessing. And every time I hear from you, every t- whether it's a conference, whether it's a preaching, whether it's reading in the book, I just feel the Holy Spirit uses you in such a beautiful way. Thank you for letting him use you. We're talking about the awe of God. This is part two of the conversation. And uh, I just want to mention this real quick. The awe of God is John's book. It's fresh. It's 2023, everybody. It's a new, fresh revelation of God through John Bevere. I want to start off something you mentioned to me. You mentioned something about Something amazing that happened, Brazil, 1997. Let's start there. Well, this is when it really began for me. I, I In 1994, I preached on the awe of God. And the next night I came back and the pastor said, we don't, we don't have to fear God. That's an Old Testament concept. Uh, perfected love casts out fear. Well, he confused the spirit of fear with the holy fear of God. Wow. And as I said last time, the fear of God is not to be scared of God. It's actually being scared of being away from God. Mm-hmm. And then what happened is I was meeting in 1994 with a world-renowned evangelist who was in jail. He was in jail for five years, and he had lived a very corrupt and evil life for seven years. And he got delivered in the prison. Wow. And I remember asking him, I said, at what point At what point did you fall out of love with Jesus? I said, I remember when you, in the early 1980s, when you started ministry, you wept as you preached. You had such love for Jesus, for people. And he said, John, I loved him all the way through it. And I got a little upset with him. And I said, what are you talking about? Mm. You committed adultery. You have mail fraud. You're in jail. What do you mean you love Jesus all the way through it? He said, John, I didn't fear God. Wow. And I went, What? He said, there are millions of Americans just like me. They love Jesus, but they don't fear God. Wow. Well, this caused me, these two encounters in 1994 caused me to go on a deep dive. And I'll never forget, 1997 was the year, it was January, and Brazil had a national conference, and I was asked to speak. 
Virgil, I was so excited because I had never before been to Brazil. Now, I've been to Brazil probably over 20 times <laughs> since, but I'm, I'm like thrilled, right? So I fly down there. Uh, they drive me to the arena. It's not an auditorium. It's an arena. And I remember that was back in the days when pastors sat up on the platform So during worship. So they put me on the platform, and there's not a seat open in the whole arena. Wow. Not a seat. And the musicians, oh, my gosh, they were the best. And the singing. I, I don't understand Portuguese, but it was good. <laughs> but, there's, but there's not a drop. There's not an ounce of the presence of God wow. in the whole arena. Wow. And I'll never forget... I'm perplexed. Hmm. I think this is a believers conference. So it's not like there's a massive amount of unbelievers here. Why is the presence of God? I mean, the music's beautiful. The energy in the room should be so high just by being jam-packed, an arena jam. Right. No, No presence of God. So I closed my eyes and I said, Lord, where's your presence? When I opened my eyes... All of a sudden, I saw things I didn't see before. I saw people standing there with their arms crossed looking around. I saw people with their hands in their pocket looking down. I saw people running over and saying hello to friends. Mm. I saw people walking in and out of the arena, grabbing their at the concession stands all around the arena, grabbing the tacos, the nachos, bringing them back to their seat. I saw people talking to one another. I'm thinking, okay, this will stop. Well, it doesn't. All through the worship set, this continues. And when the worship stops... You can hear a mutter in the arena from all the people talking. Wow. And yet one of the leaders comes up and starts reading from the scripture. And you can still hear a mutter. People still walking around. People still standing there. And I'm like, what's going on? And the Holy Spirit said, son, you have to address this. So I thought, how? How do I even get their attention? So they introduced me. And, and the Lord gave me an idea. I remember walking up to the, to the podium and I just stood there and stared at everybody. Didn't say a word. Wow. Now, when you're the Friday night guest speaker of the national conference in Brazil, that will get, and you're not saying anything for 60 seconds. <laughs> that will get, that gets everybody's attention. Yeah. So all the muttering stopped, all the movement stopped. And everybody's looking at me like, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> So when I, when I realized every eye was on me in the place, I said, I have a question. This is the first words I ever spoke in Brazil in public, Virgil. First words. I said, I have a question. I didn't say, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. I said, I have a question. You're sitting across the table talking to somebody. And the whole time you're talking to them, they got their arms crossed looking around. They got their hands in their pocket looking down. Or they're whispering to somebody sitting beside you, them. Would you continue to talk to them? No. Wow. I said, I've been in this arena for an hour and a half, and there's not a drop of the presence of God in this place because God will never come into a place where he's not held with the utmost of respect. Psalm 89 verse 7 says, God is to be greatly feared in the assembly of the saints and be held in reverence by all those around him. I said, you will never find God in an atmosphere where he is not held with the utmost of respect. I said, if the president of your nation would have walked on this platform tonight, he would have gotten 10 times the respect you gave the Holy Spirit. I said, if Pele, your greatest soccer player in Brazil's history, would have walked on this platform, you would have been on the edge of your seats anticipating every word. I said, you've given no respect to the Spirit of God. And I preached them for 75 minutes on the fear of the Lord. Wow. After 75 minutes, I said, if you're in here, you say you're a Christian, but you lack the fear of God and you're willing to repent, stand up. 
75% of the arena stands up. Wow. When they did, the presence of God fell on the arena. People started weeping all over. I thought, oh, finally. So I lead him in a prayer of repentance, and the Holy Spirit speaks to me, and he said, I'm coming one last time. Hmm. Within 30 seconds of him saying that to me, <clears throat> Virgil, the only way I know to describe this, I have two ways, but I'm going to do it one, and I, I can't do it justice. You're at the end of a runway, and a Boeing jet takes off in front of you. That kind of a violent wind came blowing into that arena. Hmm. Now, heard it. We didn't feel it. When it did, the people erupted. Now, can you imagine thousands, multiple thousands wow. of Brazilians? Wow. Of Brazilians erupting in prayer. Wow. The wind was the wind was louder. Wow. I am standing there petrified. Hmm. Okay. But yet, even though I'm terrified, I'm drawn to this presence. Hmm. It's the most counterintuitive thing I could say. <clears throat> I have never in my life experienced before experienced authority like that. Wow. <clears throat> I realized that daddy didn't come into that arena. The king entered. Hmm. And I remember... Virgil, I'm staying on that platform, and this thought goes through my mind. John Bevere, you say one wrong word. You make one wrong move. You're dead. Hmm. Now, would that have happened? I don't know. But it did happen with a man and wife who came to their local church in, in Jerusalem in Acts chapter 5 and brought an offering and did it in an irreverent way. Hmm. They buried both in that day. Wow. I knew irreverence wouldn't be tolerated. I remember that wind lasted for 90 seconds. It left in its wake. People collapsed all over the arena. They're weeping. They're, I, I, and I'm standing there. I'm like, God, what do I do? <clears throat> and I remember the Holy Spirit said, son, I'm, I'm, I'm through with you tonight. You, you don't need to do anything else. So I turned to the leader. I said, it's all yours. They bring me out into the car. Just after they put me in the car, they put the national soloist. She sang that night, right? Her and her husband in the car. She screams. So literally, she screams, did you hear the wind? And I said, maybe it was a jet airplane flying too low over the arena. She goes, what are you talking about? Now she's upset with me, right? Her husband stops her and says, sir, that wasn't a jet airplane. I said, how do you know? He said, there were security men and policemen all around the outside of the arena. He said, they're all union workers. Most of them aren't even Christians. When the wind began to blow, they came running in to see what was going on. They were asking our leaders, what is this wind? He said, I was at the soundboard, the main soundboard, making sure my wife's levels were right for her singing. The whole time the wind blew, our decimal meters were at zero. Wow. He said, not one ounce of the sound of that wind came through our sound system. I remember going back to my hotel room and sitting on my balcony until 1.30 in the morning just worshiping God. The next morning, you cannot believe the miracles that happened in that same wow. arena because came in with reverence. I mean, it was totally different. For 22 years, we've heard about that. Wow. We got mail. We got emails. I remember in 2016, I went down to speak to 12,000 pastors and leaders in Guayania, Brazil. The first pastor who met me, one of the lead pastors in the organization, said, I was in the building 20 years ago when the wind blew. My life has never been the same. <laughs> Virgil, when you encounter this presence of God. Your life is never the same. And I remember 
two years later, I was in Malaysia. I was in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Mm. Again, national conference. And again, there were people from all over the nation. This was not in an arena. This was in an auditorium because Malaysia is not like Brazil. They don't have as many people, you know, that profess Christianity. And I remember it was the final service in Malaysia and that same presence came in. Wow. This time there wasn't a win, but the authority this time was even stronger than Brazil. Again, I'm having the thought, you say one wrong word, you make a wrong move, you're dead. Mm. I remember it lasted about five minutes. When it was finished, the leader came up, and he's nationally known in Malaysia. And he was very wise. He said, you know, normally we'd end with a song right now. We're not doing that. Just the service is over. Stay as long as you want. Well, people stayed in that auditorium for quite a while. And I remember I'm leaving finally. And I come face-to-face with a couple from India. They were Bible school students in the Bible school in Malaysia. We're looking at each other. And there's no words. I mean, we're just staring at each other. And she finally breaks the silence and she goes, I feel so clean inside. Hmm. I said, that's it. You just described, you just articulated what I sense in Brazil and what I sense here. Wow. Clean, clean, clean. That's it. That's it. That's it. So. That's Friday night. The next morning, I go back to my hotel room. I keep thinking, clean. That's it. That's it. That's it. That describes it. So the next morning, I'm getting ready to play basketball with the Bible school students in Malaysia. I'm putting on my gym shorts. And the Holy Spirit speaks to me. And he said, son, read Psalm 19. So I have no idea what I'm going to read. I get my Bible. I open up to Psalm 19. And I start reading verse 1, verse 2, verse 3, verse 9. The fear of the Lord is clean. And I went... Oh my gosh, there it is. The fear of the Lord is clean. And then it said, enduring forever. Mm. And the spirit of God spoke to me and he said, son, Lucifer led worship right before my throne. He beheld my glory. He was anointed to do so. He did not fear me. He didn't endure in heaven forever. He said, a third of the angels surrounded my throne. They beheld my glory. They did not fear me. They did not endure forever. He said, Adam and Eve walked in the presence of my glory in the garden. Wow. They didn't fear me. They didn't endure in the garden forever. He said, every created Mm. being that surrounds my throne throughout eternity will been tested Mm. in the holy fear. Then I started thinking afterwards, there are so many pastors that have started in ministry, passionate, Excited to teach the word of God, excited to reach people, wow. love Jesus, but they didn't fear God. They didn't endure in the ministry forever. Mm. There are millions of Americans that go to, that went to church, mm. professed Jesus as Lord, prayed the sinner's prayer, loved Jesus passionately. They didn't fear God. They haven't endured forever. I believe with all my heart, this is a message that is so important to our longevity. Yep. We see so many pastors, leaders, burning out, blowing up. We see them shipwrecked. Why? It's a lack of the healthy fear of God. I've been in ministry now, full-time ministry, 40 years this year. 
I am more excited, more passionate about Jesus, more passionate about the truths of the word of God today than I was when I started ministry. I believe it's the healthy, holy fear of God that keeps us there. Whether you're an innovator in ministry, business, or your community, Avail Plus is designed to take you to the next level. What is Avail Plus? It's an exclusive leadership resource that offers access to brand new premium resources like books, study guides, and masterclasses. It's a chance to connect with other leaders on live calls and classes. It's early access to materials no one else has held in their hands. It's the catalyst to your next season of growth as a leader. To find out more about how you can become a member of Avail Plus, head over to theartofleadership.com forward slash Avail dash plus. This is, this is awesome. You know, it really caught my attention <clears throat> that so many people love God, but a lot of the people who love God don't fear God. And there's a big difference. And you can be in a place with multitudes and yet no presence. Man, this is powerful. As we're wrapping up this this part two, John, I can't help but but my heart my heart is for leaders. You know that our heart here at Avail is for leaders, specifically pastors, right. ministry leaders, and even Christians who are leaders in the marketplace. Um, kind of kind of getting to the final stretch, your book, The Awe of God. Um, why do you think it's important for leaders to get this? Oh, with all my heart, I'm, I can't thank you enough for asking that question. Mm. First and foremost, the only way we can effectively lead is in the fear of the Lord. If you look at Chronicles, God says that a leader must rule in the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Mm -hmm. It's the starting. But it's not only the beginning, it's the fountain of wisdom. Proverbs 15 tells us the fear of the Lord is a fountain of life that protects us from the traps of death. Mm. So now a trap has to be baited and it has to be camouflaged, hidden, in order to be effective. Traps of death are hidden and they're baited. Mm-hmm. Let me give you an example of a leader. So, so let, me, let me say this the way Proverbs is saying. The fear of the Lord is a continual flow of wisdom that protects us from the traps of death. Let me give you an example of a leader who had no relationship with God, but he feared God. Mm. His name is Abimelech. Mm-hmm. Abimelech is king of Gear. Abraham brings his wife, but doesn't present her as his wife. He presents her as his sister. Okay? Abimelech, that's a trap. <laughs> Abimelech takes her into his harem. God comes to him in a dream. Now, this guy has no covenant with God, but God comes to him in a dream. Mm. says, you are a dead man. Because the woman you have is not is another man's wife. Abimelech says, Lord, I didn't know. And God's response to Abimelech, go read it in Genesis 22. God's response, or no, Genesis 21. God's response is, I know. That's why I kept you from sinning against me. That's why I didn't let you touch her. Mm. There's a trap of deception laid for Abimelech, Mm -hmm. but yet the fountain of wisdom from the fear of the Lord kept this leader from singing against God. Wow. Now, Virgil, how is it that we can have somebody who stands in a pulpit and proclaims the word of God for 20 years, but ends up in bed with another man's wife? It's not rocket science. Right. It's a lack 
It's a lack of the fear of the Lord. He doesn't have the fountain of life. So what I've learned is the flow of wisdom that comes from holy fear, 95% of the time or more, we don't even realize it's operating. And it's protecting us from the hidden traps of death that are laid to take us out. That's why it's important for leaders. And the other reason it's important is leaders are watching so many people walk away from their churches. Mm -hmm. And this is what shut the back door of their churches. So good. I want to, I want to help point before we finish off with a final nugget, I want to help point people to where they can get your book. And I also want to help people connect with messenger X app. Uh, So what's the best way for people to get the awe of God, your new book? Either go to Amazon and you're a Prime member, just click one click and it's on sale. As of right now, I, I think it's 30% off or you can go to jambavere.com. Very good. And as far as the app goes, we created an app. The app is in 123 languages. We have courses, we have audiobooks, and we have books on this app. It's all free, no charge. It is a $12 million app that the body of Christ has rallied together to put together. Wow to help people be discipled in the word of God. So it's for leaders, it's for new believers, it's for stay-at-home moms, it's for corporate leaders. And we have approximately 2,000 to 2,500 people downloaded every day. It's been downloaded in 235 nations of the world in over 21,000 cities. It's the number one app in the world in languages. YouTube is like 44 languages behind us. They're number five in the world as far as the app with the most languages. But all they have to do is go on their iPhone or go on their Android. On iPhone, go to the App Store. Android, go to Google Play and type in the words Messenger and then put an X at the end of Messenger. So Messenger X, it'll bring it right up. And if you don't have an iPhone or you don't have Google, oh, there you go. Use the QR code. You can put your phone on that QR code and it'll bring you right to it. Download it. Make sure you get the notifications. And the reason that's so important is every couple months or every month, I should say, we're putting something new on and you'll get a notification, a new course on this. We have guest teachers on there like Jordan Rubin, Dr. Axe. We have Chip Judd, we've got Scott Lindsay, we've got, uh, we've just got all kinds of great Bible teachers on there to help disciple you and bring you to maturity in your walk in Christ. So good. So good. Um, I just want to say, John, on behalf of Dr. Sam Chand, Martin Van Tilburg, the Avail team, we so appreciate you. We honor you and we're thankful for your life, for, for being obedient to God's call and for, for just blessing so many people around the whole world with so many resources. It's, it's been an honor and a privilege, and I love all you guys. We feel like we're partners together, and Sam has been a friend for years and years and years, and I love him deeply. Oh. I love you guys, and thank you for having me on, Virgil. Yeah, you are an inspiration, you and Lisa and your whole team and family. Um, we're, we're so thankful to have you. Hey, everybody, you got to get John Bevere's book, The Awe of God, and you got to download Messenger X. There's no reason not to. It's free, and there's so many resources. Plus, you can help people who maybe need to be discipled and grow. Messenger X, download it on any device. It's a blessing. On behalf of the Avail team, we hope you're learning, leaning in and learning some leadership. My name is Virgil Sierra, lead pastor of Vertical Church, a.k.a. Iglesia Vertical here in South Florida. We're one church, two languages. And I'm your host right here on the Avail podcast every single week where we talk to amazing leaders who are making a difference in this world. We're growing in leadership and we're impacting this world. Catch you next time right here on the Avail podcast.
Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Avail podcast with our guest, John Bevere. You can find out more about John and his new book, The Awe of God, at johnbevere.com and messengerinternational.org. For more leadership resources, check us out at theartofleadership.com. And make sure to claim your free annual subscription of the Avail Journal at availjournal.com. As always, I'm your Avail podcast host, Virgil Sierra. Muchas gracias. Thank you for connecting with us to learn the art of leadership here at the Avail Podcast.